Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536. And Blue Oyster Cult with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, no snow today. Maybe a flurry, but that's not going to amount to much. Much like the storm from yesterday. Partly cloudy. High of 32 tonight. Clear. Low of 20 tomorrow. Partly cloudy. A little bit warmer with a high of 39. It's about 25 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, if you're listening on the uh, podcast later on today, it posted around 10 o'clock this morning. It's brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got you back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. Man, there's so much going on in today's show. I hardly know where... Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford in Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want. Selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. To begin classic rock. It's 552 and you too with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, sunny and 32 today, cloudy and 36 tomorrow. It's 29 in downtown Springfield. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, more than 160,000 people took part in the annual USA Today ad meter poll, ranking the best and worst Super Bowl commercials of the year. You ready for the top ten? Okay. Uh, like a Good Neighbor is number one. Uh-huh. Uh, the Dung Kings is number two. I, okay. Uh, perfect 10 with uh, for the Kia. Uh, that was number three. No stars in there, just a young girl uh, figure skating for her grandfather. I don't even know if I remember that one. That was like uh, near the halftime oh, show. Yeah. Probably why I probably stepped into the bathroom. Uber Eats with Jennifer Aniston and uh, David Schwimmer was number four. Born to Play. And then uh, a kid in Africa dreams of playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. One day I will play in the NFL rather than get the shirts of the losing team that uh, that come here. <laughs> One day. Uh, hard Knocks from Dove. That was number six. Uh, talking Like Christopher Walken, mm-hmm. the BMW. That was number seven. Old School Delivery from Budweiser. That's the pack of the Clydesdales and Golden Retriever. Make sure alcoholics have their beer. Right. Remember that one. Uh... Oh, the, the the dog's name is Roy, and he belongs to Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Oh, no kidding. Can you imagine that? Huh. How about oh, that? The whole family's full of acting uh, chops. Can't Be Broken from Verizon. Beyonce tries to break the internet. That was number nine. And Dina and Mita uh, for the Doritos that Jenna Ortega and her crazy grandmas. All right. Uh, bunk Bed World? No. No. Nothing? Th- no. Uh, what about uh, Unique Motors? No, no, none of that stuff. Uh, the, Bob's Discount Furniture. No, no. Um, uh, what was the Railroad Salvage Stores? That that was number one. <laughs> uh, oh, they they re they reanimated the dead flesh of Choo Choo. The retro ad campaign for RFK Jr. came in last. Did you read up on that one? I didn't read up on it, but I was just like, Are you really using this jingle from your dead relative? Uh, well, apparently, th- yeah. this was like one of those super packs that put it together. Yeah. Kennedy had nothing to do with it. It's like he was almost surprised that they used it. 
but he had it pinned to his twi- his ex or account or whatever it was. Like they, he was using the, it. The super PAC pinned it. Apparently, he so didn't. He doesn't even run the ex account. No, apparently not. Uh, it's stupid. I, I thought that was a. And he wound up apologizing to his family for having it done. I honestly didn't even know that it was for a political candidate. When when it was going on, and I'm like, wait a minute, that guy's been dead for years. And oh, I, then I realized it was. No, I knew it right away, but but apparently there was some uh, family backlash over it. Well, I'm sure there would be. Are you telling me? <laughs> he knew about that spot like the 49ers knew about the overtime rules for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he knew the whole thing was probably going on. It's all scripted. It is all scripted. Actually, the. the <laughs> Don't even get me going on that stuff. Uh, Brian Cranston and his brother were once wanted for murder back in the uh, 1970s. There was an APB out thumb on and everything, but the real killer was caught before they even knew about it. There was a cook at the uh, at this place that they were doing uh, at this restaurant. There was a, a named Peter Wong, and everybody hated him. So they used to joke about how they could kill him without anybody finding out. And a few weeks later, the guy winds up dead. So of course they point the finger at. Uh, Brian Cranston and his right. buddy. But it's mean, not the only the, time he would kill. No, you know, he killed. Uh, he killed Gus. You know, with that little bomb he put on uh, on Hector's wheelchair. Yeah, you know, they killed that guy. Blowed him up real good. Blowed him up real good. Real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all the whining uh, about Taylor Swift ruining football, you should know that she was only on your TV screen for 54 seconds on Sunday. The game lasted four hours and eight minutes, meaning she only took up 0.36% of it. That's, that's almost as long as Aaron Rodgers played last season. Yes, that's actually down from 0.39% during the AFC Championship game against the Ravens, which is still more than what Aaron Rodgers <laughs> played last year. Uh, former NFL star Brandon Marshall made the bizarre claim that Taylor Swift got Kanye West kicked out of the Super Bowl because he bought a ticket right in front of her booth so he'd get on TV every time they showed her. Uh, Kanye's people say it's not true. Well, you know, he stepped on her parade a couple of times, too, so... He doesn't need to keep doing that. Uh, Let's see. Jason Kelsey shouted Eagles during Adele's residency over the Super Bowl weekend, and she replied, (laughs) you sound drunk. Because he was. Well, he wouldn't you be? Of course. Your brother's in the Super Bowl? You're stuck in a luxury suite with all kinds of complimentary cocktails and snacks? Yeah, sure. Wouldn't you be hitting on Taylor's friends? All of them. Yeah. Hey, you're friends with that uh, superstar. My brother's dating her. (laughs) Uh, Did you know Kate Hudson is in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York? No, I didn't know that. She was one of the kids singing in the choir at the beginning. She would have been around 13 years old. On her sibling uh, revelry podcast, she said, quote, I still get residuals. I get 10 cents every once in a while from Home Alone, New York. Don't spend it all in one place. Uh, Her guest, Joey Lawrence. Wow, she's really bringing in the big stars, huh? Also shared he gets uh, small residuals for all the commercials he did as a kid. Quote, sometimes I'll get like two cents and I'm like, wait, doesn't the envelope and paper cost more to put this on there? You know, I uh, (laughs) I wouldn't diminish Joey Lawrence. He may have some very interesting stories to tell. Like what? I don't know. He has nothing interesting to say. Hey, uh, but, but as Kate points out, at least the powers that be are being fair and honest. Yes, they're paying the people. But he's right. 68 cents for a, for a stamp now, isn't it? 
Isn't it something like crazy like that? I don't even know. Since they don't print the price on them anymore, you buy the forever stamps, and no one really knows what the price is anymore. You know what? That, sh- that would have been a scam I should have got on years ago. Buying up a bunch of those forever stamps when they were like 35 cents. That's now what you should have done. Now they're double in value. And that's the truth. That's like that's even that's like a better uh, return than real estate, if you think about it. <laughs> yes. But who are you going to sell stamps to? Like, yeah, nobody's going to want to buy. Oh yeah, okay. You're going to sell anything sixty eight cents at a time. No. And Kim Kardashian is being ridiculed for her boring Super Bowl party. Did you see them all in the box? Yeah, they were bored. They did. They were like playing on their phones like the entire time. <laughs> kind of weird. <laughs> Well, anyway, she must have something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I was a party pooper was when Ray J gave me a full ride to Brown on the poo-poo train and that sex tape you oh can purchase God. on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Uh, Caitlin? Toot, toot. Beep, beep. beep. <laughs> well, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, because uh, it smelled like the bog of eternal stench. A little punch into skunk. <laughs> What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say, there was extra tartar on the Alaskan flounder basket. <laughs> you can get that in the rear of Applebee's, by the way. <laughs> okay. Eating good in the neighborhood. And that's yeah. your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball 77 years ago, it was a pretty big deal. In fact, it was a very big deal. And while there may have been some who were uneasy about it at the time, Jackie Robinson showed his greatness not only as a player, but by the dignified level of his character, which is why we still celebrate his legacy to this very day. So, when some knuckleheaded idiot decides to steal and then ultimately destroy a bronze Jackie Robinson statue that had been erected in a city park in Wichita, Kansas three weeks ago, people wondered what sort of hate-fueled idiot would do something like that. Well, apparently that person was 45-year-old Ricky Aldoriti, who was arrested yesterday and charged with aggravated criminal damage to property, identity theft, and providing false information. And while it's unclear what those last two charges are all about, there is also a call to charge Mr. Aldoriti with a hate crime. Because you see, when you steal, dismantle, and burn the remnants of a statue honoring one of the most respected men in history, it's almost always going to look bad for you. Either way, the statue was valued at over $75,000. And in the state of Kansas, that's three times the value of what you need to be charged for for a felony. And what Alderini is accused of leaving uh, nothing but the bronze cleats that were welded into the otherwise empty concrete pedestal, it's hard to think that racism didn't play at least some sort of role in its removal. However... Since bronze is a copper alloy, it is believed that the statue was stolen for its perceived value. But, as any uh, metallurgist will tell you, unless you're looking at using an electrolysis-based configuration using an aqueous solution and a battery-generated reduction system, or have a sophisticated furnace hot enough to accommodate the separate melting points of each base metal, then is it any wonder why people might think you're a racist? I certainly do, and if you're thinking you're going to prove me wrong by introducing smelting or leaching or solvent extraction, then you're just going to look like an idiot. An idiot who happens to be a hate-spewing racist. And that's why I hope authorities throw the book at this guy. Because after 77 years, you would think people would know better by now. But hey, and if I'm I, Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's has put on a little bit of weight. 
inventory weight. So Rockies is trimming down with a big fat clearance sale. 40% off on Carhartt workwear. 25% off Yeti drinkware plus power tools, hand tools, 50, 60, up to 70% off. It's a big clearance right now at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 32. Tomorrow cloudy with a high of 36. Looking at uh, 29 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, apparently later on this morning we may have a surprise guest in the studio. I can't even imagine who it might be. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, there's some food and comedy involved, though. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're telling, the hell you're talking about. Yeah, Mike Wilk will be here, uh, and uh, Erica Ireland from the West Springfield Police uh, to talk about the Special Olympics. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, you know, I always uh, imagined myself, uh, you know, maybe winning a lottery someday and having a bunch of money to just burn through. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, Who doesn't? Uh, well, yeah, but... But would you be a complete a-hole about it? Well, I've already got a pretty good running start, the way I see it. Yeah. But wouldn't you help people? Like, I, I'd be, like, helping people. I'd be trying to help people. Um, You know, I thought about that. You know, Do I want to help people, or do I want to help people help myself? Yeah, but if you, let's say you won, like, almost a billion dollars. Okay, sure. You'd have enough to put away, and then uh, the rest of it, uh, you could uh, you could buy a few dumb things, and, uh, and then maybe uh, you know uh, help help people out. That's how I would do it. I'd probably buy a couple of helper monkeys, yeah. maybe some robots, but yeah. then after that, yeah, I probably would donate to charities and stuff like that. Well, uh, how about spending forty two thousand dollars on a Super Bowl ticket, and then uh, and then getting arrested by taking half of your clothes off and running around on the field? You know, uh, I probably wouldn't do that, um, mostly because I wouldn't want to spend $42,000 on Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. The uh, Super Bowl had a pair of unwanted guests on the field as two people made their way on the f- onto the field as the Chiefs were on the offense. After the Chiefs picked up just two yards on Patrick Mahomes' pass to, uh, how do you say his first name? Uh, McColl. McColl Hardman. On uh, third and eight, CBS uh, sports commentator Tony, Tony Romo, and nobody was really listening to him, Inform fans that uh, streakers were on the field. Like any broadcast, it wasn't shown on, uh, to the public because they don't want other people doing that. Uh, days later, one of them is now speaking out and revealing why he would pay so much to attend the Super Bowl just to get arrested and banned from all NFs, all stadiums? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. For life. For life. Alex Gonzalez stated that he uh, started with it started with a bet as he wanted to place cash on a prop bet on a fan running out onto the field. Unfortunately for him, when he tied to place the bet, it no longer existed. That still did not matter as he was already locked in on running on the field despite dropping $42,000 on seats. Well, that's actually $84,000 if he bought one for him and his buddy. Uh, yeah, I guess you would be right about that. And he's like, I'm like, damn, I'm in too deep at this point. I can't back out anymore. Uh, so uh, once you're out on the field, cell phone video showed Gonzalez running around before he gave himself up to security. He was, uh, his buddy was arrested on the sidelines. He added that he spent Sunday night behind bars. Wow. That's a story you could tell for the rest of your life. An $84,000 trip to jail plus fees. You know, I, um. I can understand, you know, the compulsion, maybe the drive to do something that gets you, you know, your 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. I can maybe understand that. But it's the Super Bowl, and it's the most expensive Super Bowl there has ever been. Remember, like, uh, was it last Friday you and I are going through not just the ticket prices, but what it costs to get to Las Vegas and what it costs to spend the night 
yeah. in Las Vegas, never mind what you will spend while you're in Las Vegas. Yeah. So at what point do you say, you know what, 42 k and a couple of tickets, I still got money to burn. Yeah. Like bailing myself out of jail and hiring a lawyer to... Uh, to take care of the legal ramifications yeah. of this stupid act of idiocy. Yeah. How much did we raise for the uh, the open pantry this year? An awful lot, like two hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. So, uh, like more than half of that was spent on some idiot's seats to a Super Bowl just to have him be arrested that yeah. same night and go to j- and go to jail. Yeah. And not so, even enjoy the game. Think about this. You know, you talk about, you know, being rich and being, yeah. you know, generous to charities. $42,000 for tickets is a pro- approximately what it cost to fill a truck full of food for the yeah. for the needy. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's like are there better things you can do with your money? Apparently not. Apparently not. Now, if I had spent money on these tickets, and maybe you probably feel the same way, you had spent money on on tickets to a to a valuable sporting event. I would do everything I can t- to not get kicked out of it. I haven't been kicked out of many things in my life. Not to say it hasn't happened, but I never spent a whole lot of money getting into a place that I got kicked out of. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten kicked out of a place that I spent so much money to get into. Yeah. Matter of fact, you act like a gentleman when you're in those places because you're like, wow, I could never afford to be in here ever again. You know what I mean? Exactly my point. But for forty two grand, it's it just what a waste. What a what a complete waste. You just wasted forty two grand. You're at the biggest event of the uh, in the world, really televised event. This guy. Uh... <laughs> He was in. I don't know if he was interviewed by TMZ Sports or you know, just did a video that he put online or whatever. But as he's discussing this whole thing, he's talking about it with such pride, like mm-hmm. this is the best decision that I've ever made in my life. Yeah, in my young life, I've never done anything that this was this spectacular. And now he's got uh, now he's got uh, clout with all his friends. Hey man, guess what I did? Yeah, I dropped forty-two thousand dollars at the Super Bowl. And then I ran on the field and didn't even watch the rest of the game. Now I know the guy's got forty-two thousand dollars to burn on Super Bowl tickets, so this yeah. probably is not applicable to him. But are you going to imagine that the average guy wound up going to work the following day? What his yeah. boss might think of him doing this? It, he, the, the kind of ramifications got, it would have on uh, your job. Uh, I'm guessing with $42,000, he's probably some kind of influencer or something that he doesn't have a boss. Right, or some sort of yeah. uh, you know, you know, trust fund uh, yeah, right, thing. Yeah, right, right, right. But forty two grand. Oh, You know what I would do at forty two grand? What? Two chicks at the same time. You'd do two chicks at the same time if you had forty two grand. Well, I figure uh, most chicks would uh, two chicks wouldn't do a guy like me uh, <laughs> normally. So, uh, but if I had forty two grand, I bet you they would. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you could find at least two women desperate enough to fall for that. Well, there's always hey, the economy's tough right now. <laughs> it really is. People will do anything, including me. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. What do you What do you want? A dozen eggs or a one night with Steve Nagel? That That's right. For- Shared forty two grand is on the table. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. It's 621 with Max and Nagel and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 627 and the doors with Max and Nagel and Rock 102. Dan Brown finally got his crap together and he's got the forecast for you in just a minute. (laughs) 
don't know what's I'm going sh- on with that guy. Listen, yesterday for him was a very busy day, I'm sure. Oh, you know, I'm sure. You know how these meteorologists are when there's an, a weather event? You know, they yeah. get all, you know, they get all hyped up. You can't think of all the of anything else to do, and if something is in the way, then you know, that's the way it goes. Well, yesterday he sent me two forecasts back to back that were from the previous day, and one was the mess up, and then the other one was the real forecast, but still outdated. Yeah, listen. Hey, listen. We play Hollywood trash that from two days ago sometimes uh, by accident. Anyway, so well, I, I, I mentioned that the uh, the Super Bowl ended in a field goal, and that was wrong. Say, so, yeah, what does that tell you? Well, sometimes uh, you like, have a little brain fart. This was uh, this was Dan's time. Hey, uh, you getting sports stuff wrong? You could do the sports segment <laughs> on every Monday morning. Oh, you want to laugh? Yes. <laughs> it's Baxter Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually on Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's classic rock. All right, if Valentine's Day is for lovers, what is it for? Uh, what's the best day for single men? Uh, I don't know. Palm Sunday. <laughs> you get yeah, it? I know. Because they're going to be using their palms a lot to get going. I don't have any other good ones. This, this day sucks. <laughs> Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. 6.31 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. It's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Get technicians, get to a $5,000 sign-in bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. Wilbraham Police Officer Cameron Prosperi, who uh, sustained a gunshot wound during a shooting incident on Saturday, January 20th, was released from the hospital on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, officers from surrounding communities gathered to give Officer Cameron Prosperi a well-deserved warm welcome back to Wilbraham during a snowstorm, no less. The uh, incident unfolded when uh, Wilbraham police officers were called to a residence on Old Carriage Drive following a 911 call reporting a resident threatening others from inside the home. Officers outside the residence exchanged gunfire with a 53-year-old man, later identified as Michael Ortega, who was inside the home. During the exchange, Officer Cameron Prosperi was struck and suffered serious injuries. Prosperi was brought to the hospital where he underwent emergency surgery. According to Wilbraham Police, uh, Prosperi is still recovering from his wounds. He was escorted to his home on Tuesday afternoon with the assistance of surrounding communities, including Wilbraham, Springfield, Ludlow, Munson, East Longmeadow, Chicopee, and State Police. Well, I'm glad he's he's back home. You know, they're they're bringing him out of the hospital. They're showing him at the daily entrance there at Bay State. And they got all these cops standing around, like, you know, cheering them, like, yeah, yeah congratulations. Remember when they were doing that, uh, the hospital staff was doing that when somebody recovered from COVID? Yeah. They came off the uh, the intubator, and then, then they uh, they were like, yeah, you know, doing the Rocky theme. Yeah. What was the last day they did that? I wonder when that was. Oh, boy. And yeah. W- and was it one of those things like... You know how, like, wait staff in a restaurant that they, they do this, like, super-duper birthday thing when it's somebody's birthday? Yeah. But then after a while, it kind of loses its spark, and then all of a sudden, they're just, like, you know, just doing the yeah, slow it's like, clap. It's like when you're at the roadhouse, and they push that uh, right. that saddle right in front of your seat. Right. And you're supposed to sit in the saddle while they sing that, uh, that horrible birthday song to you. Right, but eventually, it's not as good as it was the first time they did that. So, when, you know, in Bay State, they did that whole thing. with the, They called it Code Rocky, and they were like, and they play the Rocky, th- the theme song, mm-hmm. and then they they cheer everybody going out of the hospital. 
And that was like a big thing anytime server recovered. But it was like it had to have like slowly kind of fizzled out to the point where are we going to do the Code Rocky thing again? And no, well, nobody's really into it now. You know, I think uh, there was a point where, you know, leaving a hospital was uh, maybe the most exciting thing you could do in a yeah. hospital. I think now things have changed where the most exciting thing that you can do in a hospital is finally get seen in an emergency room. Oh, what, what you, like like nine or ten hours of sitting there. What, what do you tell? You don't have sixteen hours to just blow. I I'd almost rather you know suffer my injury at home than sit in an emergency room for ten hours. But but think about that. Like there had to have been a day where that was the last one we did, and I want to know what that day was like. Was it like? And who was that guy? Who was the guy? And who was the? And what was the? How many times can you do that without getting sick of it? You know what I mean? Well, I, I'm I'm sure that that everybody that had to sing that song or clap or you know whatever they do, they're like, oh yeah. my god, here we got to hey, listen. I got other patients to attend to. Can yeah. can can somebody else handle this? Please, uh, Maybe I some orderlies. I don't have time or time to do this. <laughs> some, you know, somebody working in the cafeteria could come on up to the the, the the top floor. Come on up here and help us out. You can stand in and do this. I got stuff to do. Uh, the Springfield Fire Department was called to a building fire on Elmshade Way Tuesday night. According to the uh, fire department, at approximately 8.16 p.m., SFD was called to 3 Elmshade Way for a building fire. Firefighters were able to extinguish it, and uh, no injuries were reported. However, the incident left five people and three pets without a home who are now being assisted by the Red Cross. The arson and bomb squad uh, conducted an investigation and determined uh, that the fire originated in a rear bedroom. The source of ignition is currently under investigation. So hmm. that time of year, you know, with all the winter stuff, uh, people putting on heaters and things like that. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's what you're going to, That's you know, you're going to have the risk of all those fires happening. It's uh, it's weird that, like, it's almost like every year one of those uh, space heaters winds up uh, starting a fire. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I realize there's some places that just don't have heat, but there's also different kinds of heaters you can get that might not burn things around it. Yeah, but those aren't the fun ones. Yeah, I know. It's a, there's a little bit of danger in knowing that their house could burn at any time, but as a homeowner, I would prefer to have a uh, a burning-free domicile. we got that sales guy upstairs who has a little tiny one in his office because the heat doesn't reach his office for some reason, and he sits there <laughs> like... He sits there like uh, Tiny Tim's family, just uh, yeah. throwing little receipts into the fire, waiting it to uh, burn up. Years ago, one of our uh, production studios used to be like an office space for somebody, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's like right next to a like a very frosty, drafty bulkhead. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like yeah. you would have, say, like in your basement. Yeah. And he had a gigantic space heater, and he would do all his work with a parka. That's ridiculous. This big, giant Gore-Tex parka. Isn't that the uh, the bulkhead that had all the dead mice in there and the uh, the dead squirrel that was in there oh, the yeah. one time? Oh, there's all, all kinds other... of dead animals over there. Oh, yeah. This is a lovely building. This really is a nice place to work. <laughs> Maybe someday it'll get pushed over. Uh, did you get any snow yesterday? I did. Get I... this. They're showing the snow totals from yesterday. Now, Hamden is the next town over. They got yeah. one inch of snow. It wasn't much more than that. To be honest, Munson got seven inches, which, which is, is also the, the next town over, right? Or that, like two towns over. And they said here five and a half. I didn't think we got five and a half. No, here. we're getting close to that. 
but yeah, eight inches in Holland. The country? No, the uh, the the town. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's different. Yeah, they had all these snow totals and uh, up in the hills, maybe an inch. It was, uh, you know, I did take the snowblower out because I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I spent all day the previous day taking it, to, you know, from the shed to the garage. Yeah. So I figured, well, I, uh, let me just do this real quick. And I, you know, buzzed right through it. But even that one inch of snow was that real heavy, wet, leaden stuff. Yeah. And even the snowblower, and it's a, it's a beast. <laughs> I had a hard time going through it. Yeah, it was just so heavy. Yeah, when you get it, when it's too wet like that, then it's just, all it does is just kind of, kind of spits, like, gurgles it out. Yeah. It looks kind of gross if you try to imagine what else kind of comes out of a shoot like that. It looks like the Kardashian tape at the end there. You yes. know, where it's just it's just slowly, uh, you know. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> hurl all over, but then nothing really comes out. It just kind of dribbles down the side of it. Yes, I'm really glad we made that analogy. Oh, I today. am so glad you did. Uh, yeah, they were talking about how pizza places saw an influx yesterday of business mm-hmm. uh, when snow days happen. Why is that? Because people don't want to cook. Yeah, but if you're home. Yeah, I know. I mean, we. I mean, I made stuffed peppers yesterday. Oh, really? Those turned out pretty damn good. Hmm. I uh, I stopped by uh, our local Big Y to uh, to purchase uh, the punchkis on the final day of, uh, of you know because it was Fat Tuesday yesterday. Oh yeah, Mardi Gras. Yeah, grabbed a couple of punchkis. You know, just uh, Fat Tuesday. Yeah, got to pack it in the best you can. And uh, Tuesday, it was time to take a break and uh, break out your beads and get in the last bites of king cake because it was Mardi Gras. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And Mardi Gras is is French for Fat Tuesday. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Did you really? I did. I'm just telling you what I've learned here on the the news program uh, from the news station. Yeah. It's also called Shrub Tuesday, Carnival Tuesday, or Pancake Tuesday, depending on where the celebration is taking place. The, uh, there was a celebration over at White Lion they had celebrating the Mardi Gras. See, when I saw the headline, I'm like, oh, wow, they really missed that place. They're really trying to <laughs> remember I, the Mardi Gras. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I never was at the Mardi Gras during Mardi Gras. Well, you just missed out. I, I remember, know. I, remember I going, could kick myself now. I went, uh, I went to New Orleans uh, back in like 2007, and we went on a, we went on a tour of the Mardi Gras where they make all the parade floats. Okay. It was actually a very cool uh, place to be cuz you can see how they put those things together. There's like a, it's across the Mississippi River and it and it's like a facility that it's this big giant like almost like airplane hangar type of thing. Yeah. Where they have all these floats in there and then they ferry them across the river when they when they're ready in time for Mardi Gras. Pretty pretty impressive stuff. That's cool. But the guy running the tour sounded like Bruce from the Family Guy. And he and he had like like oh okay let's uh, everybody let's go this is the Mardi Gras float this is the one <laughs> you didn't know you were getting a tour or the yeah. guy from the Honey Badger video yeah and I said it out loud you know to to my wife and and this this lady in front of me goes it does sound like him <laughs> so then uh, at the end they give you they give you a king cake they give you a piece of king cake the king cake is the uh, 
They hide a plastic baby Jesus in the king cake when they bake it. Yeah. And if you find the, uh, you get a prize for if you find if you're the one with thing. I was the one who got. You got the baby Jesus. The, the baby Jesus. What was the prize? Oh, so he goes. Oh, look at him! He found the baby Jesus in the king cake. You know what that means? What did it mean? That means you get to buy the next king cake. Oh. Yeah, like that was the like prize. That's a prize? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no. Years ago, we had a friend that would uh, send us a king cake, yeah. like every year. You ever, I, mean, I mean, obviously you've had the king cake, right? It's like a coffee cake. No, it's like a big giant block of sugar. Okay, so it depends on who makes it because this one was like a was like one of those cinnamon coffee cake things. The one that w- that uh, we got sent was just like you'd you'd have it and you'd ask, "Where's the cake part?" Oh, because it was all frosting? just it was all sugar. It's like yeah, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, you got the wrong one. I guess I did. This was more like a like it reminded me of like one of those Entenmann's ring cake coffee rings. Oh yeah, those are good. They don't make those anymore. Yeah. Or they don't make them around here anymore. They don't. But you know what? Uh, I certainly could enjoy a delicious coffee cake this morning. A good one. Be I'm at the point. You, n- I'm at the point now. I'd even consider taking a mediocre one. You got to be careful what you wish for. You know, you, you got to specifically say, "Well, I could really go for a coffee cake from the coffee cup bakery uh, this morning." You know, they, now they, you're they, talking. See that you. It's you can put anything you want out in the universe, Bex, but the universe wants specifics. Otherwise, right. it's just going to give you. Maybe you're right. Some kind of sugar. Maybe in, you're right in about a box. That. I am right. I'm not used to having that happen, so it's like you can imagine my confusion. A uh, 43-year-old man in Florida named Jonathan Whitesides was arrested after he drunkenly drove up to a sheriff's substation on Sunday. <laughs> Excuse me, can you tell me which direction the police station is in? <laughs> He's a mechanic for the local school board, and it all started when he was hauling an airboat and it fell off his trailer right in front of the station. Some police took notice and uh, saw that he appeared uh, intoxicated. Before they could nab him, Jonathan left the scene, but he later came back with another man named James. Then the two men be- began arguing, and then the cops came out. One deputy tried to get James to calm down, but then Jonathan took a, quote, aggressive stance towards him. Oh, boy. Charged at him and yelled in his face. Jonathan was arrested, and two breath samples showed his blood alcohol content was .33. The reason they took it twice is they couldn't believe it was as high as the first time around. uh, That's uh, way, way over the legal threshold of .08. A a .03 or a .3? No, a .33. (laughs) .03, he would have been legal to drive. .33. I mean, that's just... That's not just drunk. That's loaded. Well, you've always seen those guys, like you know, the the ones who are, uh, oh, this guy should have been dead. It was like a point six. Yeah. But that's only because his tolerance was so high. This guy is well on his way to 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 reaching that uh, status. Wow. So, how long was he in the drunk tank for? Uh, quite quite some time. Yeah, I'm sure. Probably took some time to sober up from that. That's right. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today: it is going to be sunny with a high of 32. 
Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 36. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 654 in Pearl Jam with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. going to be sunny today with a high of 32. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 36. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I... I, I, I some of this stuff is really funny. And <laughs> this guy this guy wrote, uh, he didn't like your view from the couch. He called you a spineless piece of garbage mm-hmm. for whatever reason or another. And then uh, he told he said yesterday, I didn't even see this until, uh, right, that was two days ago. Hey, do me a favor. Count how many times that idiot Nagel says, I don't understand. And how many times disgusting Dan Williams sucks his teeth on the air. So uh, so he writes, and then he writes the thing about you, and, yeah. I, and then you said, so I guess you missed the sarcasm and thick layer of irony involved, and then I just wrote in all capital letters like I was some old man complaining on a community forum on Facebook that says, I'm sorry, I don't understand any of this. <laughs> and then he says, no, not understanding is your line. Like, mm. I didn't understand what he was saying, and right. I just said, I still don't understand. You know... Uh, it's interesting that uh, someone who is so d- bothered by everything we do listens yeah. so carefully, even to hear, hear Dan sucking his teeth. I, I've never noticed that before. But you know what? I don't listen that well. Like I, 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 I like I don't understand. Like you have to, you, you have to. If something bothers you so much, yeah, like you have to listen to it enough to go. He's doing it again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I've had face-to-face conversations with Dan Williams for. Almost thirty years, I've never noticed the teeth sucking. No, no. I, I don't even think that's what you're hearing. I think that might just be some other yeah. sucking noise. Uh, well, I mean, Pat Kelly does the thumb sucking thing, but uh, not the teeth sucking thing. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can always uh, text us by going to the uh, the Rock 102 yeah, yeah. Route 10 Tire Listener Line four one three two nine three one zero two one. Even the Route 10 people are like, eh, maybe you just want to say it's the text line sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Route 10 Tire Text Line two nine three one zero two one. It's Bags and Nagel on Rock 102. Percent every day on eligible purchase hardware. Good people. Rock solid. Service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, let's be honest. Being a sports fan in Kansas City these days must be pretty exciting. Especially now that uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have won their third Super Bowl in, t- in five years. In fact, today is the celebratory victory parade. And I'm sure many of you can remember how exciting those things used to be, considering the previous NFL dynasty was right here in New England many, many years ago. But what happens if you're the other professional sports team in town? You know, the one that hasn't won a championship or experienced a winning season in almost nine years. Simple. You introduce a plan to build a new stadium. I mean, what better way is there to take attention away from the Super Bowl championship Kansas City Chiefs than by letting everyone know that you'd like to build a new stadium that'll cost everybody about $2 billion to build? Yesterday, the Kansas City Royals did just that. Rather than continue to be the afterthought that everyone's forgotten about, they decided to hog a little bit of the spotlight onto themselves and announce their plans just two days after the Super Bowl. According to Royals owner John Sherman, he'd like to build a 34,000-seat stadium and have it ready to go by the 2028 Major League Baseball season. According to Sherman, quote, we're the second smallest city with both an NFL franchise and a Major League Baseball club. We want these franchises to thrive for another 50 years. Of course you do. 
Of course, what Sherman didn't acknowledge was the dubious timing of this announcement coming so soon after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, nor did he address how he or the city were expecting to pay for all it all. All I can tell you is the Royals haven't managed to come up with an average attendance of 34,000 people at Kauffman Stadium since they opened the place up 51 years ago. And that includes 1985 and 2015 when they won the Super uh, the World Series. In fact, last season, the Royals had the third worst attendance in all of baseball with an average of only 16,000 people showing up per game. Nice try, Mr. Sherman, but unless you can get Taylor Swift to start dating one of your nameless baseball players, I'm pretty sure there'll be plenty of available seats regardless of what you build. But hey, and if I'm my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, the Craftsman 12-gallon wet-dry vac really sucks. It's only 80 bucks at Rockies with your Ace Rewards card. Every shop or garage needs to have one. Oh, Craftsman wet-dry vac, get yours now for only 80 bucks at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 11 and Def Leppard with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 32. Tomorrow, uh, cloudy with a high of 36. It's uh, 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, apparently, there's a mystery guest coming up around 745. I can't... Uh, for the life of me, think about who it might be, but it's, someone's coming in here. It's, it's a mystery. He's still alive. Yes, it, uh, it surprises us that, all from that, time that, to time. That's the mystery about it. Uh, happy VD. How'd you know? Well, I got your test results. I saw them on your computer screen uh, last hour. Sorry. I was told you couldn't catch it twice. Uh, well, uh, you were wrong. You were dead wrong. Uh, it is Valentine's Day. Might be a rough day to be single if uh, you're one of those people who goes on social media and sees all these other people having uh, happy uh, mm. times together. And uh, I uh, go look and go, oh, look at all the money I don't have to spend. You know, yeah. uh, there is something to be said about a guy in your position and all the money that you'll, you'll be saving on a day like today. Well, I, I'd probably save myself, let's see, a Taco Bell meal plus a, a gas station fly. I saved myself $32. How about See? that? And yeah. you could apply that $32 to something you'd actually like to do. Uh, not everything is corny love stuff. Some of it has a healthy dose of stupidity. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, the art collective MSCHF put out a WD-40 cologne last year. It sold out so quick, uh, but they recently restocked it and added a new perfume that sell- smells like the cleaning solution Fabuloso. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, um, Although, have you ever really smelled WD-40? Have you ever smelled Fabuloso? No, but I have smelled the WD-40, and I got to tell you, I kind of I kind of like that stink. The Fabuloso, though, has remarkable staying power. I, I don't know. If, <laughs> Does it stay with you all day yeah, long? Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, that's, it's too much, even if you like it when things smell clean. Maybe it's the lemon Fabuloso. Maybe that's the one better. <laughs> I don't uh, let's see. Uh, there's a new dating app called Score, and that just isn't a reference to landing a date. You must have at least a 675 credit score to use it. Really? That's actually not a bad idea. It's it's not a bad idea, but then you have to prove it, which means you have to give things like your social security number and probably uh, you know other you know credit defining information. I wouldn't want to share that. I wouldn't want to share that either. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, you have at least six. Yeah, but you know what? I was just thinking about this yesterday. <clears throat> Think of all the websites that your information has already been compromised on. 
Yeah. What's the difference of put, just putting it in yourself? You're just giving it up. It's not like there's millions of hackers that don't already have your information already anyway. Yeah, but you're not supposed to give out your <laughs> social security number for anything. You're not, but why not? Well, because why not? it can be used against you. How? You could be ripped off. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm telling you, you could be ripped off from any number of these organizations that already yeah, but, but, were irresponsible with your information. But with a social security number, I mean, you might as you might as well be inviting every scam artist in the world to hop on board. Okay, but my point is, remember the twenty three and Me thing? Yeah, they not only have your social security number, they know everything about you and who you're related to and everything. So when they're ready to, uh, I don't know, pretend they're you. Yeah. Uh, they can easily do that because they have all the information. I'm just saying it's no different than than putting your information online to be yeah. anywhere. I, I just I, I think a like a dating app yeah. is a little suspect. If I got to provide certain information to prove that I have a credit rating of what six fifty or better, six seventy five, six seventy five or better. Yeah, see, you're not going to take somebody's word for it. Mm, no. <laughs> well, then there you go. It's a the stupidest thing I ever heard. It's a dating app uh, only for people with good to excellent credit, and it hopes to raise awareness about the importance of finances and relationships. And yes, they do a soft credit check, like the one uh, a soft check, like the one they're using, does not impact your credit score. Okay, because you know the more you know the more inquiries you get on a credit score, the, the it does hurt you. Yeah, but it doesn't show up. This one. All right. Okay. Uh, a new study found. I mean, it would be nice to know, but if you're going to date somebody, they're not. Uh, you know, they're not going to to jack you out of cash because they're all broke and can't pay their bills. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you don't want someone who's a, like an idiot with their money. Yeah, but if they show up wearing fabuloso perfume, I might want to think twice about their choices in life to begin yeah, with. Maybe so. But you're, ladies, if you if you're dating a guy and he's smelling like WD forty, you yeah. got to believe he'll be able to fix anything in your house. Uh, a new study has found that sequential effects can come into play when browsing profiles on dating apps. It's a type of bias known in psychology where the previous uh, item in a sequence affects how you judge the current item. So when uh, flipping through profiles, there may be traits that you inadvertently carry over from one person to the next. Mm. Oh. All right. So I, I never uh, really spent any time in any dating sites. Yeah, just uh, that never. Uh, I never needed to you do never that. Never had the opportunity. You never needed the opportunity. I, there was never a need. Um, most of these things are pay sites, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, so you got to pay to face all that rejection. Makes sense. Does it really? Because then now you're heartbroken and broke, dude. You're married. You have to pay for all of that acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's been money. It's been money well spent. Right. That's a personal investment. But it's, you know, I just read this rant yesterday on Reddit about this sex worker who's like, well, listen, I don't know why people are looking down on sex workers. Uh, I am a consenting adult and uh, I make money off that. Big deal. You people, I, uh, you, you people have been sleeping with losers for free for years. <laughs> and she had a point. It's hard to argue with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, researchers say that there's evidence that mouth-to-mouth kissing is more than 5,000 years old, so it's twice as old as Jesus. We've been, uh, we've been swapping spit since before the New Testament was written? Yeah. Wow. After, uh, also, kissing was originally more common after lovemaking rather than being a precursor to sex. 
It's really? Like, yeah. Huh. Well, I that would save a little bit of time, wouldn't it? I kind of like that idea. <laughs> Just get right to it. Yeah, yeah right. And then, uh, yeah, okay, you can kiss me afterwards. <laughs> yeah, but until then, get away from my face. Yeah. So-called candy salads are going viral on TikTok. They're just a modern spin on the random candy dish that everyone's grandmother used to have sitting out. Just open, loose, mixed candy in a dish on the coffee table. Uh, do you like candy? Some candy, you know, sure. Like a mix of candy? I like to mix it up, sure. What do you put, like M&Ms and then Reese's Pieces and, you know, put them all in no. together and have, a, like, a flavor explosion on your tongue? I like the sound of that, but uh, what I do is I actually invite all my friends with peanut allergies, so all the M&Ms and Reese's Pieces are mine. Uh, oh, well, there you go. That's a good, nice selfish way to celebrate. Not selfish. I did, they're offered. Uh, thousands of rideshare and food delivery drivers are planning to strike on Valentine's Day as part of an ongoing dispute over pay and working conditions. Mm. Oh no! I guess you'll have to cook at home. Uh, there's a is there a lot of people doing the date night with the uh, Uber Eats guy? Is it really a date? If well, you're I, if you're ordering in, well, I guess if you're uh, if you're married and you're home and uh, you don't feel like going out, uh, Uber Eats is probably the best way to go. I guess. Uh, and according to a one poll, thirteen uh, percent of Americans would rather receive diamonds than chocolate on Valentine's Day. Okay. Ooh, well, I it mean, would be nice to get a BMW for Father's Day, but I'll take the tie again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good milk duds again. Yeah. Are you Are you planning anything special? Not really for tonight. I don't. I don't think. I think yeah. uh, you, you know. I mean, our anniversary is in two days, yeah. so it's like, yeah. You know, do you do both, or you just do like like one? Yeah, that's what I said yesterday. One big thing. I think we're just kind of thinking like. You know, one thing would be would be good, and that's just not just my idea. It's like you know, that's something we've thought of together. You know, it's like we you know, both agreed to that. It's like, well, look yeah, at that. You yeah. know, you only spend money for the one day. Even you're killing two birds with one stone. We're very practical. We're yeah. surprisingly practical. Look at that. Nice happy couple on yeah. Valentine's yeah. Day. You're damn right. Now all these other people out there are uh, miserable and sad, and there you are living it up with your happy little life and your fabuloso cologne. Absolutely. Jealous? Yes. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that Ajax cologne to come out. It's uh, 721 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 733 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. Is local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. If you were on I-91 last night experiencing tr- some traffic, it's because emergency responders were called to a multi-vehicle crash on I-91 South near Exit 8 uh, in Springfield last night. <laughs> According to the Mass State Police, around 6 p.m., the uh, barracks got uh, calls of a three-car crash with a rollover near Exit 8 on I-91 South. Uh, the uh, injuries were uh, were reported with at least one person reportedly trapped inside the vehicle. As a result, all lanes of 91 South were closed to facilitate the extrication process and provide emergency medical assistance. Motorists are advised to avoid the area. Then, they yeah, updated it. This the, here's where I'm going with this. They, they didn't update this story. Yeah, you know, to be like, oh, the traffic was cleared by yada yada yada. They just left it like this, saying, you know, avoid the area if you can. No other information. It says 22 News will provide you with new information as soon as it becomes available. 
Then you go over to that car removed from Water Shops Pond in Springfield. Yeah. Remember we said yesterday it was just information that a car was uh, found in Water Shops Pond? And said that it was put on a flatbed with right. no uh, with no explanation as to why it was there in the first place. So then I got uh, I got excited. Uh, this was posted at five forty a.m. on February thirteenth. It was then updated on February fourteenth, which is today. What at five oh four a.m. Okay. And here's the information that we have: the Springfield Fire Department was called to a car in Water Shops Pond late Monday night. According to the Springfield Fire Department, crews were searching for a car in Water Shops Pond, Springfield, late Monday night. No victims were found, and the vehicle was recovered early Tuesday morning. 22 News will update you as soon as more information becomes available. What? Why? Why did you update it at 5.04 this morning with no other information? That's that's interesting, because usually when uh, a story is updated, there's usually new information to share. Uh, You would think so. Apparently not. And didn't they say uh, was found Monday night twice again in this story like they did yesterday? They did. It's the same story. They didn't update it. They didn't put any hmm. new information to it. I mean, did they change any punctuation that may have uh, you know, slightly altered the meaning of the words that were written down? You know what? I'm going to annoy that one guy and say, I just don't understand why this happens. Oh, don't even uh, he's start. Gonna, now he's going to be texting on the Route 10 Tyrus listener line at 413-293-1021. Yeah, we can get someone here to start sucking in their teeth. Yeah. That would be pretty, that would be very annoying for that one guy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. wonder what Kim made us all for lunch today. Hey, listen, uh, you guys got off easy. You see what he wrote about me? No, did he write more? No, he said, oh, he just Baxendale, did. you're a spineless piece of garbage. Ah, you're, well, well, you are a spineless piece of garbage. I don't know why. Well, I mean, he goes into why he thinks I'm a spineless piece of garbage, but, uh, you know, I think he, you know, misunderstood the sarcasm that I was using at the time. Well, some a lot of people miss that. I don't know why. Uh, I'll tell you why. I usually don't keep my sarcasm to myself, if you know what I mean. The people that call themselves listeners don't actually listen to anything you're saying. Yeah, clearly, including that guy. Uh, three people were arrested over the weekend after Springfield police seized five firearms, eight Glock switches, a trafficking amount of cocaine, and more than 200 rounds of ammo. (laughs) Sounds like it's going to be one of those uh, Christmas songs. Inside of a Plainfield Street home, according to Ryan Walsh, detectives received information Friday afternoon that a suspect, 18-year-old Jesmyn Ortiz of Springfield, was allegedly in possession of a firearm with a Glock switch attached, which allows the firearm to become fully automatic. Hmm. Officers requested a search warrant for the Plainfield Street home and conducted a search around 6.20 p.m. Five uh, people were inside the home and the search and detained. Police seized uh, a machine gun with a sear selector switch loaded with 14 rounds of ammunition. Uh-huh. A machine gun with sear selector switch loaded with 23 rounds of ammunition. A firearm loaded with 20 rounds of ammunition and capable of holding 28 rounds. Firearm loaded with 15 rounds of ammunition. Firearm loaded with 20 rounds of ammunition. Firearm loaded with 10 rounds of ammunition. Eight unattached sear selector switches. 31-round magazine loaded with 31 rounds of ammunition. I can't mm-hmm. believe they listed every single thing that they pulled in. 
What what happened to the picture that yeah. they used to show? Yeah, like yeah, when and they got the little patches on either side to show who uh, yeah. who made the bust. Two 17 round magazines, both loaded with 17 rounds of ammunition. Two 13 round magazines, loaded with 13 rounds of ammunition. Ten round magazines loaded with ten rounds of ammunition. Ten round magazine loaded with six rounds of ammunition. Unloaded 31 round magazine. Unloaded 10 plus round magazine. Unloaded 50 round drum magazine. 55 rounds of loose ammunition. $4,643 in cash. Approximately 24 grams of cocaine. Eight suboxone strips. Various size marijuana bags. And then a conspiracy to violate the drug law. Well, I'm not oh, going to yeah, need that. Yeah, 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 yeah That's yeah, all yeah, I'm going to get him on. Yeah. Now I'm going to just go on on a limb yeah. here, okay? And I and I, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know these folks. I don't know, uh, you know, which house on Plainfield Street they're they're living in. But I'm going to guess that these guys are not sportsmen. Yeah, I don't think uh, they're doing skeet. Well, there's skeet going on, but there's no skeet shooting going on. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Right. But uh, yeah, they're not shooting at clay pigeons. Well, they should be. I mean, with all that ammo in there, what else are you going to shoot at? Well, I mean, is it? Uh, I mean, is it hunting season yet? I mean, what the? Uh, you know, can you go out and start to with this kind of ammunition, start blasting woodland creatures? No, when you get a nice warm day out there, um, those pigeons are can be nasty and seagulls. Yeah, you're going to need to you're going to need some firepower to take care of. Those yeah, things. the uh, the clay ones don't uh, don't peck your eyes out. Uh. Do they? No. No? No. Uh, Today is Valentine's Day, which is always February 14th. It's also Ash Wednesday. You you got a twofer. Can you celebrate both? Has some people pondering. Can you celebrate both? The short answer is no. What? You can't? No, the more nuanced answer is it depends on how serious you are about both traditions. Valentine's Day is a candy heart and chocolate-fueled f- uh, secular celebration, usually involving date nights oh, and some romping around afterwards, and it's, uh, it in- it's intensely commercialized, at least in America. Even traditionally, it's a feast for some Christians to honor St. Valentine. Ash Wednesday moves around, and so no one shows it for to be on Valentine's Day. It's direct- directly linked to Easter Sunday, which also moves around based on the first full moon of the March equinox. Easter's early this year. It's March 31st. Really? Yeah. That is that is early. But that's not the earliest. The earliest I've seen is like March 23rd. That's early. Yeah. Uh, Ash Wednesday is a solemn day of fasting and reflection yep. that launches Lent, and it's actually a required day of fasting and abstinence for Catholics. You're a Catholic. Are you fasting today? Uh, I broke that right away when I completely forgot it was Ash Wednesday. Uh, Catholic Bishop Henning of Providence, Rhode Island, says it's not possible to celebrate both as Ash Wednesday needs to be prioritized. Quote, it is the much higher value and deserves the full measure of our devotion. I ask with all respect that we maintain the unique importance of Ash Wednesday. None of those altar boys are going to get anything from me today. You know, um, I uh, really haven't, really haven't uh, fasted for Ash Wednesday in a long time, nor have I necessarily given up anything for Lent in an awful long time. When was the last time you celebrated Ash Wednesday? 1990, it was quite a while ago. Was that, that was the last time you had the ashes on your head? Uh, It was probably, it's probably been about 10 years. Yeah, I think yeah. it's been a lot longer than that for me. But, uh, you know, giving stuff up for Lent, I uh, I was never really very good at that. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you say, well, the, you know, this is the year I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to drink alcohol, or this is the year I'm, I'm not going to eat, uh, uh, you know, candy, or this is the year I'm, I'm not going to uh, uh, forget my receipts as I try to uh, pass them off as uh, non-refunded uh, business expenses on my taxes. You know, those kinds of things. I'm just going to say I've given up Lent for Lent. Okay, I like. I like that idea. It's a it's it's a can't fail proposition. I've I've given up uh, anything involving the Catholics for the last twenty something years. I went to a mass or two, a time or two. Sure, that was about it. Yeah. Uh, but what did you expect? The bishop wasn't going to say, "Oh, sure, have fun with it." Yeah. Exclude uh, conversation hearts from the fasting, and maybe uh, use melted chocolate to smudge a cross on your loved one's forehead. You know, I I will eat fish on Fridays. But I'll also eat you're beef not, and chicken, too. I was going to say, you're not doing that as part of a uh, ceremonial thing. No, I'm doing it because I like fish. You know what? But I also uh, like other meats, too. I started to, once I started, when you get old enough and you start realizing, wow, this this might be all kind of a bunch of bull crap, you yeah. know, the way they do it. They changed the rules to the meat, the, the meat thing. Well, if you have dietary restrictions, you're allowed to eat meat. You know, some people need that protein and blah, 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 Some blah. people have, a, a like, a seafood allergy. Yeah. Well, then what are you supposed to do? Well, what did they do for thousands of years then? <laughs> I have You're no telling idea. me all of a sudden within the last 20 years, they're like, oh, yeah, we really got to. Jesus never took into account these gluten-free people. You can't, you can't have a fish fry on Good Friday with mm, all yeah. that gluten. I don't believe there was a lot of gluten intolerance back in the uh, old biblical days. What about uh, allergies to shellfish? Are you telling me that uh, there was nobody back in that day that was allergic to shellfish? Look, everybody, Um, I have fish for everyone. Except for you. Except for you, Ronald. Otherwise, you'll break out in hives. You're going to toss this up like you tossed your cookies the last time you had a shrimp in your mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, we just uh, we, we keep getting uh, texts on the uh, Route 10 Tire listener line at yeah. 413-293-1021. I just received one right now that I think is uh, very interesting. Uh, it says, and I quote, yeah. back sucks. Oh, really? Was that- With no explanation. On a holy day? Yeah. Really? You're, crazy, you're being critical on an Ash Wednesday? Oh, what about this one? Backs and Nagel, you guys are terrible. Sign the Kellogg crew. Well, that's just them getting back at us with all the terrible things we've written about them. What are you talking about? I've never written anything bad about them. Only said things bad about them. There's two difference. There's there's libel and there's slander, and there's two different ways to do that. And any good lawyer will tell you it was all in good fun, wasn't it? Writing yeah. it down is the yeah, worst thing. You're you probably can do. right. Saying it out loud, uh, you know, we're old school bullies. Yeah, you got to prove it. Yeah, yeah, you got to be able to prove it. By the way, you can go back and listen to these insults on the podcast brought to you by Marcotte Ford. <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, sunny with a high of 32. Uh, tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 36. It is 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh, yeah. A de- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 752. 
And Blue Oyster Cult with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be uh, sunny with a high of 32 today and uh, cloudy with a high of 36 tomorrow. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I never thought I'd live to see another day where Marty Caproni would just mysteriously show up into the studio. It's good to see you, sir. Good to see you guys. How was your week so far? Eh, not too bad. Yeah, that's uh, what it is. I was anticipating maybe a comedy show and a dinner this week if I could get one. Funny you brought that up, yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you coming by? this week uh i don't think so oh all right this is the well, first week i won't be able to come by well uh for everyone else who i know your your fans your loyal faithful they're going to be sad if you don't show but uh i will tell you that uh we got a special edition for uh for this week what do you got ticket price is the same but special. i got brian bowden coming in oh so, sweet yep fresh off a headline in uh, vegas brian who's otherwise known as aka the stoner dad Who's probably one of the funniest? Uh, it's one of the guys that I like watching. You know what I yeah, mean? He's yeah. just really, really funny. Yeah, he's very funny. Yeah. So he's coming into uh, to headline. Uh, so we're looking forward to uh, to a great show. And for anyone who doesn't feel like doing any uh, Valentine's BS tonight or whatever, it provides you a great option to go out uh, for the same low price of twenty dollars for dinner and a show. So and you, and get you, your tickets now. And the best part about it is you don't have to worry about like uh, like reservations being all filled up and everything. That's yeah, that's one of the big things. It's you know, you don't have any of the BS of uh of dealing with uh Valentine's Day BS. You can just have a nice night out with your significant other or your friends if you uh if you're so much not yeah. inclined to uh to be a love person, you can uh go out and be amongst your friends and have some laughs and have some drinks. Uh, so it's going to be fun. All yeah. right. Well, there sounds you go. like yeah. a good time. Well, yep. good seeing you, Marty. Uh, yeah. Great yeah. hanging Thanks out with you. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank uh, you. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, well, last week was a good night, uh, good week, too. Yeah. No, there. last week was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, still, uh, I'm still sore from uh, packing up my gear, you know? Yeah. Packing up, loading up my spotlight and everything. I, I, my back has been sore for, uh, well, a week now. But... Uh, not as sore as yours, I think. So yeah, you know, I don't worry about fine. that one. But yeah. uh, well, you know that's what that's the that's the hard part of uh, of doing that that that's the physical labor that nobody sees. What's that? The you uh, lifting the speaker and the microphone after the show. Yeah, it takes a it takes a lot of the uh, sizzle away from. Uh, it takes the shine off yeah. of me. Uh, yeah, it really, it really does kind of put, put a, a cast a pall on the whole glamour of it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really not a very glamorous role that I have in producing this you, show. I literally, it's for the love of the game. So you know what you need? What's that? A roadie. Yeah, yeah. I got a buddy who I could help you buddy. out with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need somebody to to collect all your gear at the end of the night and uh, put pack it back up in your car. It would be nice. It would yeah. be really, really nice. Uh, but you know, uh, baby steps. We'll get there. You know, every every week, uh, working with Nabil and, and uh, his family at the shortstop, we we get a little better every week. Yeah, we, you know, there's a little bit more that we bring to the table. So, uh, well, maybe, maybe that'll be one for me. Maybe this for a marketing thing. Uh, somebody gets a free ticket if they're willing to help set up and break down all of the equipment for the show, and that way you don't have to do it. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a bad idea. But uh, yeah. I don't even know what that would open me up to. You know, legally, if someone 
fell with the well, gear. Well, I mean, it's, it's not it's not slave labor. I mean, you know, they would be getting true. something out of it. That's true. Dude, yeah. It's, yeah, that's on the bill. That's his property. He, he can deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be thrilled with that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's, yeah, he's like, yeah, don't worry. I got insurance. <laughs> yeah, don't sure, worry about it, Marty. Sure could use yeah, some no extra problem. business advice from Steve Nagel yeah, yeah, about yeah. now. <laughs> well, listen, I, I'm, I'm about keeping people on the up and up. Yeah, yeah. that's very good of you. Yeah. Hey, you know what I was listening to you guys talking about on the way in was the Lent thing, like what you're giving oh, yeah, up for yeah. Lent. Yeah. And it, it takes me back because you went to Catholic school, right? I did, yeah. Yeah. Did you go to Catholic school? I went to public school but a Catholic college. Oh, okay. So he just couldn't get he couldn't he was so sad that he never got the Catholic school experience. He's like, Oh, I'm just gonna pay to go there now. Yeah, I, I want to pay extra for yeah, this. Extra. I can't even imagine what Catholic college must be like. You know what? Uh, we had to take a couple of theology classes, which, uh, but that was Fair. pretty much it. Uh, so there wasn't like all these Catholic rules in the school and all that. No, stuff. no, no. No but, women in the same dorms or any of that stuff. Well, they had to be checked out by midnight. Oh yeah. really? But, uh, oh yeah, they couldn't spend the the whole night there. Oh geez, see, see, I'm already out on Catholic college. Not like it would have made a damn bit of difference because I couldn't have found a woman to have agreed. I couldn't have found a woman with that low self-esteem to have said, yeah, you know what? I think I want to spend the night with you. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're worth breaking the rules for. Um, no, but I made me think when I was a kid uh, Catholic school, I remember that was one of the things that always is in my mind was the whole th- the whole Lent BS you were talking yeah. about was BS. I was like, can you imagine? Like, let's just imagine, okay, Jesus uh, got crucified and all the stuff that you, you get in the Bible. And then your your offering is like I'll give up candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a sacrifice. Yeah, just well, like he it's made. Not so, a, it's not really an equal exchange, though. <laughs> so let me see. So you had to carry this hundred pound cross for uh, fifty miles while people threw at you and spit at you, and then they nailed you through your hands to, and then they stabbed you with a sword and. Uh, you know what it is? I think I'm going to give up uh, TV, late night TV. I'm yeah, not going to watch yeah, the Tonight was, Show this week. I'm going to go to bed er, extra early this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No chocolate. No yeah. chocolate. <laughs> I, I remember my mother doing that. We're not having ice cream on Sundays because we're giving it up for Lent. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is the whole, uh, po- like, what a boring uh, 40 days yeah. and 40 Can I nights. stuff my yeah, face with right. ice cream on Saturday and Monday instead? Yeah, That's yeah. like one of those things where they say, like, when Jesus comes back or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that'd be like, that'd be like my first order of business. Yeah. So I did all this stuff for you guys, and the best you could do was give up candy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Or. Oh, you didn't swear? Oh, wow. <laughs> or he's like, oh, you gave up all the candy. You saved some for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't have the M and M's because they keep falling through oh, my hands. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. It's seven fifty nine. Rock one hundred two. View from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball 77 years ago, it was a pretty big deal. In fact, it was a very big deal. And while there were some who may have been uneasy about it at the time, Jackie Robinson showed his greatness not only as a player, but by the dignified level of his character, which we still celebrate his legacy to this very day. So when some knuckleheaded idiot decided to steal and then ultimately destroy a bronze Jackie Robinson statue that had been erected in a city park in Wichita, Kansas three weeks ago, people wondered what sort of hate-fueled idiot would do something like that. Well, apparently that person was 45-year-old Ricky Alderiti, who was arrested yesterday and charged with 
aggravated criminal damage to property, identity theft, and providing false information. And while it is unclear what those last two charges are all about, there is a call to also charge Mr. Alderini with a hate crime. Because you see, when you steal, dismantle, and burn the remnants of a statue honoring one of the most respected men in history, it's always going to look bad for you. Either, uh, either way, that statue is valued at over $75,000. And in the state of Kansas, that's three times the value of what you need to be charged with a felony. And while Alderidi is accused of leaving uh, nothing but the bronze cleats that were welded into the otherwise empty concrete pedestal, it's hard to think that racism didn't play at least some role in its removal. However, since bronze is a copper alloy, it is believed that the statue was stolen for its perceived value. But, as any metallurgist will tell you, unless you're looking at using an electrolysis-based configuration, using an aqueous fluid and a battery-generated reduction system, or a sophisticated furnace hot enough to accommodate the separate melting points of each base metal, then is it any wonder why people might think you're a racist? I certainly do, and if you're thinking you're going to prove me wrong by introducing smelting, leaching, or solvent extraction, then you're just going to look like an idiot. An idiot who happens to be a hate-spewing racist. And that's why I hope authorities throw the book at this guy. Because after 77 years, you would think that people would know better by now. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's has put on a little bit of weight. Inventory weight. So Rocky's is trimming down with a big clearance sale. 40% off Carhartt workwear, 25% off Yeti drinkware, plus power tools, hand tools, 50, 60, up to 70% off. It's a big clearance right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 813 in the Scorpions with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 32. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 36. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. It's a delight to welcome Marty Caproni back into the studio for the first time in what seems like, I don't know, uh, uh, almost forever. a week. Yeah. Almost, a, almost a full week. You Amazing. Guys. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for letting me come in and uh, shill in my show tomorrow. Tell everyone to get their tickets. Uh, still, still the same great price. Brian Bowden will be headlining. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, well, actually, somebody wrote in and said, I'm giving up listening to the Max and Nagel show featuring Marty Caproni for Lent. Signed, the Kellogg crew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I support that. Yeah, uh, I do, too. Yeah, yeah, I do, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I was, uh, we're, I was just talking off the air here, and uh, I, I don't want to say anything yet because nothing is. These are just these are just ideas, just floating around. Yeah, you know. But uh, there is a, a possibility that 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 uh, maybe a trip is in the works, mm-hmm. a listener trip uh, that we could do down to the Nordic Lodge down in uh, in, in Rhode Island, in Charlestown, Charlestown Rhode Island. Yeah. Rhode Island. Oh, oh man, the it's the Nordic only th- Lodge. it's the only thing worth going to Rhode Island for. Oh, for crying out loud. Don't even start yeah, with that. You can Lovely. take your Dell's lemonade, and you can take your uh, soggy dogs, and you can shove them where the shun- sun don't shine, which is mostly Rhode Island, and uh, you can get uh, a $135 buffet. I've never been. <laughs> I've never been. Yeah. And I would like to be a part of that trip if that's going to happen. Well, uh I'm reading the thing here. They're not open yet. They don't open until like April or May. Yeah. They're so they close? The, they close they, for the it's, season. Yeah. They, because, you know, they, they open when, you know, it, it's like, you know, summertime and everyone's down there at the beaches and everything. Isn't the name Nordic Lodge? Doesn't that... 
uh, inspire visions of winter and snow? To me, it, it inspires more like uh, visions of Vikings sitting around a table and you know, you know banging on it with their fists, so, waiting yeah. for the next round of grub. See, well, always, that's where we're going to be if we go. I always picture that commercial with the guy on the Nordic track, uh, with, <laughs> like he's skiing through. <laughs> but he's skiing in his own living room. Yeah, with with a, with a lobster dinner like five feet away from him. That's what he's trying to get to. So I'm uh, I'm, re- I'm reading this thing. He says, "All you can enjoy menu, all of this, and so much more." Choose as much as you like of whatever you like in whatever order you like, but you only got two hours. Two hours. Yeah. So here's the list of stuff they have from the sea. Lobster, crab, premium fried scallops, fried jumbo shrimp, scallops wrapped in bacon, baked stuffed shrimp, steamed clams, scallop and shrimp scampi, stuffed sole, shrimp cocktail, New England clam chowder, lobster bisque, lobster lobster mac and cheese, lobster fritters, Fresh local oysters and little necks on the half shell. No clam cakes? Forget it. <coughs> oh, is that what you do? The cohogs? <laughs> the stuffed cohogs? Stuffies are yeah, my favorite. Yeah. Oh, stuffies are delicious. What about uh, from the land then? Uh, the Black Angus prime rib, mm-hmm. the Black Angus filet mignon, and chicken wings, uh, St. Louis barbecue of pork ribs, teriyaki tenderloin tips. And then you got more seafood, fried shrimp, fried scallops, lobster fritters, chicken tenders, and candied bacon. See, here's the thing. I got that whole gout thing with the shellfish. Yeah, yeah right. So yeah, but well, you could be eating like fillets, like left, like you could be like yeah. double fist and fillets. Yeah, yeah. that's I, not bad. Yeah, I'm sure someone on that trip would have a allopurinol or whatever it is that they could give me. Yeah, you know, medicine to, to, to counteract. Yeah, the, the the, I guess that pill. My buddy keeps saying you got to get it. I'm like, I don't want to be on medication. He goes, Well, once you have it, you can eat whatever you want again. I was like, Doesn't oh. sound so bad, does it? It doesn't yeah, sound bad, yeah, but yeah. you're like, I feel like nature is telling me to stop. So that's why I have what? gout. I don't want to just. <laughs> well, that's okay because here is the sides and seasonal fruits menu that you can enjoy. Ooh. Yeah, you want to go stuff your face with the. Uh, <laughs> Two hours, three hundred sh- lobsters and a thing <laughs> yeah. prime rib. But make sure you eat some cantaloupe and watermelon you know, go along there, with it. There's some idiot that spent 135 dollars just so they can get themselves some pineapple and cantaloupe. Well, it was probably a guy who uh, took his uh, wife out, going, "Honey, we gotta go to this place." You know, I can't eat any of that stuff. They have a fruit and salad bar too. <laughs> what Listen, a waste of money. Yeah. 135 dollars worth of steamed broccoli for everybody here. What yeah. a waste of money. Corn on the cob, homemade coleslaw, beaten onion salad, green beans, broccoli, vegetable fried rice, baked potato, marinated, baked and stuffed sauteed mushrooms. Oh, there you go. That sounds now good. Now we're talking. And then the desserts. The haagen ice cream bar with all the fixins. I like fixins. I like fixins, and I like haagen Chocolate-dipped strawberries and cherries. Mm-hmm. Uh, cheesecake. Yes. Carrot cake. Yes. Bourbon pecan pie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Snickers cheesecake. Oh, yeah. Belgian chocolate mousse cups. Ooh, I like okay. them by the cup. Cannolis. Cannolis. Whatever. Bismarck's. <laughs> And Jira, they have they no eclairs. I'm out. Lemon squares, and then they have Girardelli brownies. Oh, now, oh wait a that's good. Yeah, uh, I can go get a whole box of them. I could make three trays of those at Costco for nine ninety nine. Right. I mean, uh, do I really need to spend a hundred? I mean, I just uh, that's a fraction of the cost of the buffet. All right, but if you I know, made three trays of them, once you've eaten one hundred and thirty dollars worth of broccoli, are you even going to have room? For the uh, for the cannolis and Bismarcks and the lemon squares, I don't know if you, yeah. I don't know if you do. You know, this is what I was just thinking about too. Between tax and tip and everything, you're probably like hundred and eighty dollars into this thing per person. Yeah, 
Easy. Easy. Who? Uh, you think I'm going to go over to the seasonal fruit thing? Yeah. And try to eat $180 worth of strawberries? Well, you need the fiber to move things along. You then really do. Otherwise, you're going to have an obstruction down there that you're not going to know what to deal with. Next day, I'm at the doctor. Like, uh, it's uh, diverticulitis. It's like, oh, maybe it was that 97 pounds of strawberries I ate yesterday. Thanks, Doc. We should, we should try to get a comedy show going here. At the Nordic Lodge? Yeah, well, they have live music uh, every uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Do they? Uh, so why couldn't we do a comedy show? I mean... Yeah, you know, I haven't been to a good slop house in a good long time. You know, a comedy show for, a, let's say, a $200... For $200, <laughs> you get dinner and a comedy show. <laughs> for 10 times what you could pay for a Thursday. Yeah. Right, right. But, st- but is, is there still a two-hour limit on the comedy? <laughs> we we have been getting a lot better at uh, getting people out. Last week we got people out by like nine thirty, nine forty five, which was really yeah, good. pretty good. You kind of have to do that, and and, and yeah. the only reason you have to do that is because it's a Thursday night. That's right. It's not a Friday or a Saturday where people are. You know, you don't. Most people don't have to get up the next morning uh, very early. That's it. We do, yeah. we. That's one of those things that we're working on is getting a tighter ship. So that you, my original thing that I always said to people is be home in bed by ten. You know. But if we did that Nordic Lodge, to your point, yeah, that's going to be two hours of trying to tell jokes while people are also in a race to stuff their face. It's going to be a very bad comedy crowd. Yeah, that sounds like a choking hazard. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, no you, 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 you either got to have a bunch yeah. of hacks on stage that aren't telling yeah. anything anything good, or one guy is got, one guy with a good set is going to kill half the room. Yeah, you're gonna need what? you're gonna need like people around the room with those little Heimlich masks <laughs> to pull the food out of their mouth. Well, here, here's what you do: we uh, we just do the comedy show for the group of people we take. So we just get there and uh, just let's do say little... there's you know 40 people. Yeah, but Steve, then we're <laughs> missing out on our two hours. How much are or do you we really t- going to eat? You can't eat that much. I mean, are you looking at me right now? Yeah, I am looking yeah. at you right now. And I told you when I went there, I've, I've only been there once. My brother and my brother-in-law went there for my birthday years ago. Yep. And it was, I was focused on eating the most expensive thing. And at the time, which was lobster. Now it's probably beef, you know. Probably. Right? Yeah. But uh, I I probably had about twelve lobsters. That that's <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. That's so obscene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is so. You know, it's, like, it's like the richest seafood you could put uh, into your system. Yeah. And the next day, I uh, I delivered a rock, but it wasn't a rock. It was a rock a lobster. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that, I was focused on that, and then. I realized there were so many other good things I could have tried and could yeah. have eaten here, but I was so focused on getting that. At the time, it was only eighty dollars. Now it's a hundred. Now it's one hundred thirty-five. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, know, th- you think about it. You know, supply and demand issues have completely changed the, <laughs> the, the economics of it. All you can eat buffet. But, I'm, but the price of beef is also way up too. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. the highest it's ever been. So you know, you, you you have to account for all that stuff. But uh, I I would. I would uh, treat this. <laughs> you know, we could save. We could just go to Costco, each of us, with 70 bucks. Yeah. And just uh, raid the meat section. Wouldn't you rather go on a bus full of listeners and have everybody ailing on the ride home? No, yeah, that, would, that, would be, yeah. that would be great. A, bunch, <laughs> a whole bus full of people with way too much food in their systems, gassing the whole thing up. Listen, one bathroom for one, two hours. One crappy bathroom. Oh, my God. Well, listen, God. I, I know you're poo-pooing it. 
Literally. Well, you would be on that trip. Ugh. Yeah, but uh, you know what? This is a dream, and we're putting it out in the universe, and I, I, I truly believe that the universe is listening, and this will happen at some point. You know, Marty, will you, go to do this. you've never seen Steve and I when it comes to shellfish. No. The, the, for years, the, the uh, Sheriff Ash would have his annual call. Oh, the, the, the clam Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve and I would belt it because they would have – this this uh this tent that would just serve like like cherry stones for like hours Ugh. and steve and i would belly up to this thing and how i mean how many pounds how many pounds of cherry stones would you and i pack well, in an afternoon they'd only give you five at a time but we would just stand there like most people would take the five and walk away and go sit down yeah, and yeah. They, would, they, they, would, they would line it up and they you know yeah. put five in a paper plate and we would just yeah, yeah and, a, and there's a gigantic bowl of cocktail sauce yeah. and we Ugh. would just rip it up standing there going more more <laughs> More, more. <laughs> I used to go to that picnic and not eat a thing. Oh Why? my god! Because uh, shellfish, I you know the only shellfish that I always that I like is either a stuffed clam, which doesn't really count, yeah, or uh, scallops, which now I can't eat. Yeah, huh? yeah. Well, they have burgers and uh, so. Well, now they have. They don't even do the seafood thing anymore. Yeah, like sausage sandwiches. I used to go see my buddies. We'd pile down a bunch of beers and then we'd uh, go in the back way to Six Flags. Oh, back when it was at the yeah, uh, at the, yeah, yeah, right. And then I'd promptly throw up uh, yeah. on one of the rides after That's awesome. all the foamy beer. That's the way to do it. I don't think Nick Kochi has ash money anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's I mean, why he had to he had to just go with the sausage sandwiches. I'm maybe. I'm sure they've had to scale the party down a bit. Yeah, yeah, because I think when they saw the two of us go rip into the cherry stones, it was gonna it had to be costly. <laughs> they were good though. They, they were, were they were they delicious. Were, they were good. Yeah, yeah. See, and, and then I, they would come out with steamers later on in the afternoon. Remember oh, that know, one I too? I do. But yeah, you know, but we we would get there, and I just I gotta tell you, I like a raw. I like a raw. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, yo, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> it's eight twenty-four with Bax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred Two. Oh, how beautiful you think she is! But her new store in Hadley is open till six. It's eight twenty-eight with Bax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred Two. Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's really good at it. Uh, Marty Caproni is in the studio. Big comedy show tomorrow night yeah, at, the, uh, at the Loft Comedy Club. Brian Bowden coming in, uh, fresh off headline in Vegas. So uh, come in and uh, listen, get your tickets now and come out. To, it's going to be a fantastic show. Absolutely uh, fantastic. Sounds good. Hey, uh, right. some guy wrote in and said, uh, we're talking about all that buffet stuff. You You sound like the people out of the work release. <laughs> Can no, we bring Tupperware? Not, no, we can't. That's oh, the thing. Yeah, he's, no. he's completely, uh, he's completely wrong. Uh, the Nordic Lodge is great. Just watch out for the llamas outside; they'll spit at you. I don't even know. There's llamas out there. I think he might be joking. I didn't uh, see okay, the farm say. animals out there. Uh, yeah. So you uh, should try the llama tips. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The difference between uh, like the Nordic Lodge and a Rock One or Two work release is no one's going in there with uh, with. <laughs> With ziplock, you know, ziplock containers and uh, you know, ziplock bags. No one's, no one's doing that. Plus, plus, those people are getting the buffet for free. You're going to the Nordic Lodge. You're spending, you get half your paycheck to go uh, to go there. I used to be like, is this work release or prison release? Because these people seem like they haven't had a good meal in what, a while. What, what was the uh, the 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 farm you want to go to? What's the farm? Lupa Lupa Zoo. Uh, there was a what, what what escaped there last year? Was it an alpaca or was it no? A it was uh. 
uh, antelope. Oh, antelope. That's, yeah, right. that's right. But it was caught by one of the uh, sheriff's deputies over at the uh, Hamden County Jail. That and, I, and weirdly, the picnic was right after that, and they had fresh sausage. <laughs> oh, God. The, that, well, it, was, it was venison night. How dare yeah. you? That antelope, antelope is uh, back at home, safe and sound at yeah. Lupa Zoo. Okay. Uh, as soon as the weather gets good, we got to go see our boy Stan. We're going to do that. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Right. We, uh, weather's going to be uh, warming up here in the next month or so. Uh, let's hope. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News for. 834 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Serviu Locksmith. They got a key for that. St. James Avenue in Springfield or serviulocksmith.com. It's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Wilbraham Police Officer Cameron Prosperi, who sustained a gunshot wound during a shooting incident on Saturday, January 20th, was released from the hospital on Tuesday. Uh, officers from surrounding communities gathered to give uh, Officer Prosperi a well-deserved warm welcome back to Wilbraham. Uh, the incident unfolded when Wilbraham police officers were called to a residence on Old Carriage Drive following a 911 call reporting a resident threatening others inside the home. Officers outside of the residence exchanged gunfire with a 53-year-old man later identified as Michael Ortega, who was inside the home. During the exchange of gunfire, Officer Prosperi was struck and suffered serious injuries. He was brought to the hospital where he underwent emergency surgery, according to Wilbraham police. Prosperi is still recovering from his wounds. He was escorted to his home on two... Tuesday afternoon with the assistance of surrounding communities, including Wilbraham, Springfield, Ludlow, Munson, East Longmeadow, Chicopee, and State Police. Got a nice little uh, little parade in them out, out of the hospital and uh, welcome them home. Well-deserved. Yeah. And I was talking to Max about this a couple hours ago about, remember, the co- it reminded me of the Code Rockies they did at Bay State during the COVID days. Where they would play the Rocky theme music, and then the entire hospital staff would be there cheering the people on yes. because they they just spent two weeks on a ventilator. Uh, I wanted to know when was the last one of those, and <laughs> like how much participation was in that? Like eventually, yeah, eventually you get to the end of something. You know what I mean? That you're such just a, like what? such a dark thought. Well, no, just but the it, day you're the last guy, you're you're getting off the ventilator, and like, yeah, we don't do that. Everyone's over the COVID thing. We don't do that anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, wait, yeah. I've been in the hospital for five days. <laughs> what, like, Dad, Come on, you start to play. It's like no. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, it's like it's like it's your birthday at the Roadhouse. The one day they decided not to pull out the. The, the, uh, <laughs> well, think about that. There had to have been somebody on a ventilator during the time that they were doing that versus the time they stopped. When somebody, you know, is about to be put on a ventilator, like, well, at least I get one of those uh, things on the way out the door, and then you wake up two weeks later, and you're like, what? We don't we don't do that anymore. Yeah, no. we're, we're, everyone's over it. Sorry. Yeah, they they just they just stop. That's a really funny question. Like when that memorandum went out. Like, when was the last time they did that? RE staff of the COVID wing, uh, we are no longer doing the Rocky. You know, it's funny if you think about, imagine they did that for other ailments. Uh, what? To, to, that you're, what? Like, if you're free of VD? Then yeah, you're like, that's, there you go. Hey, uh, congratulations, your syphilis is cleared up. Because oh, I'm easy, easy like Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't I'll play. be back in a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. you don't play the Rocky theme. You play Lionel Richie on the way out the door. Speaking of uh, that, did you see the the start? The CDC is going to start ending the uh, the five day COVID uh, isolation guidelines. So if you get COVID, you don't have to 
do the five-day wait anymore? It's the free-for-all. No, nobody's, yeah. nobody's been doing that anyway. I Everybody's know. Everybody's been walking around uh, just sick again, like like the good old days. Like the good old days. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My COVID's acting up a little bit. Well, you see some people still wearing a mask every once in a while. I'm sick. I don't want to get anybody else sick. Do you okay. remember at the height of this, though, you'd find out someone would be like, I have COVID. They'd post on their Facebook, like, just tested positive, and we'd... You're in my prayers, man. Yeah, We're thinking about you. You know, like just the level and to now where everyone's just like, oh, sorry, it's just a touch of the old COVID. Sorry. You know. Yeah. It was like uh, it was like trying to contact Trace for VD. Like you were like, oh, which one of them gave it to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nope, not her, not her, <laughs> not him. <laughs> so that means two times you had to send out a lot of awkward texts, Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'll be back in a week. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I have to tell you something. <laughs> uh, what, you have COVID? No. I <laughs> no, nothing that bad. It's just it's just gonorrhea. Let's let's just, good news, no ventilator. Bad news, don't pee yet. <laughs> let, let's just say I, you I, might find that very uncomfortable. <laughs> Let's just say I gave you the gift of the vagina. <laughs> uh, this story was on 22 yesterday, but since, you know, they don't update anything here, it's it's today. It's Fat Tuesday, which was yesterday, which means many people are enjoying some treats ahead of the start of the Christian Lenten season on Ash Wednesday. For Polish Catholics, punchki is a popular Fat Tuesday dessert, fried pastry made up of different fillings. Bernat's Polish Deli and Chicopee is usually stocked up with punchkis for the occasion, but the snow led to some delivery issues. Oh, boy. Uh, Uh-oh. Greg Bernat uh, said on a typical Fat Tuesday, without a snowstorm coming down, we have a couple to a hundred to a couple thousand punchki to sell to the public. Unfortunately, we don't have any punchki today because the bakery never opened due to inclement weather. Son of a bitch. Uh, Bernatz uh, gets their punchkins from the popular Polish bakery Roly Poly in New Britain, Connecticut, which was dealing with several inches of snow on Tuesday. Well, That's where they, they get them? They don't, they don't make them there? No. Yeah, interesting. They make more of the meats. In I'll the, tell you in what, their kibasa is awful good. I just don't like the fact they say fat. For me, that's just Tuesday. Well, <laughs> every every, every day is a fat Tuesday. Monday through Sunday. Today's fat Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> uh, there will be a full supply of pastries on uh, Thursday for those who weren't be able to get those on Tuesday. So, but it's already past Lent. It's uh, extra fat Wednesday. You know, I think that God would allow you to have the extra sweet treat from Burnett's. Not if you gave it up for Lent. You don't have to give it up for Lent. That's why you got to give up something. Giving up is punchkis. That's why you got to give so, give up something really simple that you know that you know yeah. is a high success rate. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to give up beating myself in the face with a hammer. <laughs> that's I, that's I'm giving that up for Lent this year. Those, by the way, are the. Do you ever watch the people who really take it serious? It's not here. It's usually a lot of like the South American countries and mm-hmm. stuff. Where they like reenact the actual walking with the crucifix and they oh, yeah. flog themselves oh, yeah. and everything else. Those are the people. Hey, hey. hey. When I was in uh, confirmation class, when I was a, a young teenager, yeah, I got to play the guard that drove the nail into Jesus's hand during the Stations of the Cross performance. <laughs> you did. I was. And you still carry I, I, that around with you, proud? No, I don't carry it. Around. Yeah. I carry around the idea that I did that. Yeah. Did you? Did you do? Around. Did this involve any method acting before it happened? <laughs> you know, 
But you were like, you're, you're nailing people's hands to to to, 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 to planks uh, weeks in advance? You know what they did? They, they brought everybody into the church, right? Yeah. And, and it was one of these things. Nobody had any speaking parts. It wasn't that. It was the only person that spoke was the person at the podium. The narrator. Yeah. The narrator. And the narrator would, and it would be pitch black in the entire church. Mm. And then we would, you know, get in position to do the scene and then the lights would come on once the person was done reading the passage about the station that they had just talked about. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I remember in Catholic school we were doing – I went to St. Pat's in Chicopee, uh, which is no longer there. But um, actually, all my Catholic schools are gone. St. Pat's uh, closed and Cathedral blew away. See, God God it, comes around full circle yeah, for you. Yeah, he does eventually. But I remember being terrified because the cross that they would have you act out – was only so big so they had to get one of the lightest kids in the class that was the thing and it was always down to like me uh my buddy jay blue and brian pattinger but brian was tall he was taller and he had longer arms i was a little guy so i remember holding my breath and they're like we're gonna brian's gonna be uh jesus in this i was like thank god Otherwise, I'd have to wear a diaper in front of the whole yeah, congregation. You don't, yeah, you don't want that. Look like Baby Huey. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but I, I played the guard, and I and I got to slam the the hammer down on the on the board. You didn't use an air nailer. I was Syracuse with, with an air compressor on it, right? Well, it would have been over in less time. But it would, but it would, but I, I had to make the sound of the hammer hitting the board, and then, and then, and then the Jesus would cry out of how much pain he was in, and then they'd open up the lights and they'd see everybody just stand. It was like a freeze frame thing. It was just, it was like <laughs> oh, sound effects, and then it was yeah. like a freeze. Frame oh, the thing Stations after. of the Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Like, yeah you yeah. know that? Do you know that station? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know the station. Yeah, you get that station. A, you ever? You ever? <laughs> There's plenty. There's plenty of radio stations out there. Stations it's your the transubstantiation cross. station. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kevin, hey, hey. it's uh, it's eight forty three here on the stations of the cross. Ten dollars and a fish dinner coming your way. Up uh, next, keep listening. What's the phrase that pays? <laughs> your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast is going to be sunny today with a high. I'm going. Hell. Straight oh, down. Yeah. Straight oh, yeah. Uh, You're on your own. Sunny with a high of 31. <laughs> Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 36. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Dale. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Boston just birthed. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 851 and the cars with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. You know, Max, if uh, they told us we had to, in order to help the open pantry in Springfield, we had to go jump in an icy lake, there would be a lot of hungry people throughout western Massachusetts. Well, I don't need to remind you that there was uh, yeah. one uh, basketball shrine that told us to go jump in the lake, too. Oh, that well, was hey, a yeah, totally yeah. different situation. Well, but, like, uh, but why pick at old scabs? Uh, there's a great event coming up. On uh, Sunday, March 10th at uh, Hamden Ponds, in the studio with us right now, uh, Eric Ireland from the uh, West Springfield Police and uh, Sherry uh, Burton from uh, the Sheriff's Department. It's great to see you guys. Hey, good morning. Good morning. So good morning. Tell, us, tell us a little bit about the, uh, the law enforcement torch run and the polar plunge. So this is our fourth year doing the Western Mass Polar Plunge. It is one of 19 polar plunges in Massachusetts. 
Um, last year, we were able to raise $75,000 for Special Olympics Massachusetts athletes, and we are over halfway there. This Right now, we are at $46,000, 192 people going in the water already registered, and um, 27 teams, which can consist of kids in grade school, all the way up to fraternities. We have businesses and different organizations. Have you ever thought about doing this like in July or August? No. Really? It's not as much fun? Because that no. sounds a whole lot better to me. It doesn't <laughs> give the July same impact. July or August. No. That's too bad. Now, now uh, Sherry, you've been a part of this since uh, since they started doing this four years ago, right? Yes, yes. And you've gone in every year. As w- what's the weather been like the first three years? Because I only remember last year when I when I was there. So the first couple of years, I did more of behind the scenes planning. But last year and the year before, I did actually plunge. And last year, the first <laughs> time it was really really bad because I think we actually had to end up just basically get in, get out, and leave. Yeah, the wind was horrible. Last year was a little bit better. We're hoping to have to actually maybe crack some ice this year. But that's the beauty of a polar plunge. Is you is. never know what the weather's going to be Correct. like. Exactly. Yeah. And because last year it was like, it was kind of a nice sunny day. It was chilly, but it wasn't like uh, too too cold. Right. Last year was great. There. Yeah. But uh, and that's why I stand on the sidelines and just read the announcements. Well, we would like to invite you back to MC this year if you're interested. I, I will, but I'm not going to jump in the lake. Oh, come on. Uh, no. Feel a little spine. Listen, you know what? My money is just as good as me jumping into the water. I don't need to jump into the water to say I support something. Erica, that's not true, is it? What? <laughs> that is, his money is just as good as him jumping in. No, I like to see you go in the water and <laughs> no, take no, no, the plunge. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I, I don't have uh, – I just like to be there to support. Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, this all goes to the Special Olympics, which is, you know, if any everyone's ever been a part of it, you know how great uh, an organization that is. $75,000, what will they be able to do with that kind of money? So for all the money that we raise that stays right here in our state, um, it'll pay for their uniforms, their equipment, their travel expenses when they go to their summer games at Harvard University in June. It'll help for um, the buses and the dorming. That's awesome. All right. Uh, now, you work for the uh, the West Springfield Police Department. Is there any chance that Detective Katie could show up and support? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The water is so yeah. cold out here. <laughs> so, if you have, so, how many people do you have signed up? You, you said the, the number. How many people? 192 people are already registered for Polar Plungers. And if you want to Polar Plunge and register, you can sign up at www polarplungema.org and uh, create a team. We're uh, the Westside Copsicles. And what do you have for the Sheriff's Copsicles. Department? <laughs> the Copsicles. And we that's have great. Um, Sheriff Kochi's Icebreakers. Oh, yeah, that's good, too. Wow, he couldn't he couldn't come up with a better name with that? Sheriff Kochi? Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't make the name up. All right. Well, we're gonna have to, we'll, have to, we'll have to work on his name game over there for that. But, uh, but no, great cause, and uh, we're all looking forward to coming out there. That's Thank awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. It'll be um, up at the Hampton Ponds State Park at 1048 North Road in Westfield, and that's Sunday, March uh, 10th, and we hope to see you all there. Very awesome. good. Sherry Burton from the Sheriff's Department, Erica Ireland from uh, the West Springfield Police. Great to see you. Best of luck. Thank you guys so Thank much. You. Thank it's you. It's 855 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9-12 in ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it's going to be sunny today with a high of 31. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 36. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. Just want to do it. What Do you have something to tell? No, 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 no. It's okay. I just wanted to uh, do a shout-out to Rice's Fruit Farm. <sighs> Emily and Lexi over there who uh, wrote the, dropped off some muffin tops. 
the delicious muffin tops from Rice's. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, made especially for Bax and Nagel, our two favorite stud muffin tops. Ooh, Happy yeah. Look at you guys. Look at that. Hey. Oh, boy. Yeah. Hey. Oh, Can I just say something uh, about uh, about rices and their muffin tops? <sighs> so good. It's so damn. It, you, you, if you've never had one of the muffin tops, you can't even imagine how absolutely delicious they are. It, it, it's it, like it, melt in your mouth, delicious. It's like uh, I don't know. It's like a party on your tongue. And I live so so <laughs> dangerously close to that place that uh, I have to sometimes say no. I can't go there today. You were the one who turned me on to. Them. Remember, we were. I know. I was filling in for Steve, and you were talking about it. And then they they sent us some, and that I, I'm hooked on these things. And then I just split the chocolate one with Steve. Yeah, that's like the best chocolate muffin I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, it no, was, yeah, it was, that, uh, that was unbelievable. A, you yeah. know, like when you have like the middle of a brownie where it's not totally cooked, it's almost like a pudding texture. Yeah, you know what I'm talking? It's so rich. And yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, like, that's what that was like. Well, yeah. we got all the different varieties here. We got chocolate chip. We got birthday cake looking one, or maybe that's a Valentine's Day one. I think that's a Valentine's Day one in there. Listen, whatever you guys got to keep doing to be stud muffin tops. Yeah, please keep doing it because I'll, uh, I'll, mm. I'll gladly eat the rewards. What do they do with all the stumps? They don't make the stumps. They just make the tops. How does that happen? It's witchcraft, is what it is. I don't, I don't know. How, I don't know how they do it. It's 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 magical. It well, really I, is. I think they're just taking the stumps and they're bringing them to the homeless people. And then the homeless people are like, "What? Just because we're homeless, do you think we're just going to eat the bottoms of the muffins?" They should rename themselves Top of the Muffin to you. Yeah. I'm going to have to go on that Jay Peterman tour and uh, bring bring the muffin stumps with me to bring them to the junkyard. Rebecca DeMornay. Yeah, Rebecca DeMornay. <laughs> right. We'll accept them. Anyhow. Anywho. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thank you very much to, uh, to Rice's. That's, uh, that's very generous of you. Yeah. Go, go tell Emily and Lexi thank you for us. Yeah, well, thank you, Emily and Lexi. I, I don't well, know who you go. are, but uh, you brought those magic muffins in, and they are delish. I believe they're employees of Rice's Fruit Farm. I hope they are. Otherwise, we Otherwise, just hate some just, from we some don't need random people to be yeah. buying us muffin tops. We really, we really, truly don't. Well, you could. Yeah, I, mean, I know, but but, yeah. uh, but it's not necessary. But you That's see like what it. I did? I put it out in the universe. I'm telling you, if you just put something out in the universe, you can get it. Mm. It, you know, truth story. I was, I was, t- I got to call the guy. Two but- chicks at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just talking about the dental thing, you know, and everything. Yeah. And my buddy Doctor Dan reached out to me. I got a call. He gave me the name of a guy. He's like, call this guy. My buddy's gonna hook you all up. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, how right. about that? Yeah. Yeah, like it uh, does work here. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking to myself, looking through the internet, thinking, boy, it sure would be great to have a fishing boat. Sure, <laughs> mind, a little Chris Craft, you know, out there. That'd be kind of nice, huh? Yeah. yeah. That'd be crazy. Just like a nice uh, yeah. grainy white, like nothing, a 34 yeah, nothing, footer. Nothing too uh, you know, ostentatious for me. I, I could you know, have something uh, just, you know, moderately uh, uh, opulent. It would be perfectly fine. <laughs> what about two chicks at the same time? <laughs> Maybe the Lupa Zoo guy will bring in two baby chicks for you. Yeah, that's, that's probably the go. best you're going to yeah, get. That's the best right. you're going to do. Yeah. It's 916 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102.